0: To be back, I'm happy, yeah, sure. I'm happy to be back to give the rest of this message or as much of it as I can. I think I can get through it today. Um, But as Pastor mentioned, we have this shoebox project for Pine Ridge, everybody knows about it. We have about five to seven dollars worth of items for children inside each box with a list on the in the box um, of suggested items. And our goal is between 50 and 75 boxes. If we get every one of these boxes filled, well, that'll take us over 50 and we're going to hope for 75, but we'll get up to 50 first so um, we encourage you to take a box home or two or three and finish filling it out to maybe about a $15 to $20 value, whatever the Spirit of the Lord leads you. And, um, and then bring right on top of the box, the if it's for a boy or girl, and maybe what age group it is for, and bring it back. We'll take it to Pine Ridge on December 12th and we whoever gets to whoever has a chance to come with us to deliver the boxes will get to stay and help distribute the boxes and help um, just with the whole celebration it's a two-hour celebration and then if there's time we'll try to help clean up and then come back so mark that on your calendars for December 12th all right so um as we started this series a couple of months ago, the first, uh, the first part, the whole title of the whole thing was called the goal of any, but any game, the goal of any game. How many of you can holler out the answer? What is the goal of any game? Win. To win, exactly, exactly. So part one was subtitled titled, How to Win with that Special Someone. So today we are going to do part two, be the grown up in the room. So what does that mean? My spouse, see the little sign my my professor is pointing to? What does that mean, my spouse is good, just immature? That's what we're gonna explore a little bit. But first we're gonna do a little bit of a review so real quick review, we talked about how men are different from women, obviously, in so many ways. If you were here before, you remember, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. We also talked about men are like waffles, their, their thinking is compartmentalized, women are like spaghetti. I have an example just from yesterday. Um, I <laughs> um, okay, so imagine this. Um, my husband has the his truck with a trailer backed up to the house, and he's, we blew out the sprinklers, and so he loaded up the compressor, and he says, hey, why don't you grab your chamois, and follow me out to the shop, and we'll wash your car today, and I said, okay, so I run in the house, and get the chamois, and you know, and then I come back out, and he says, I want you to watch the taillights, and the blinkers of my trailer to make sure they're all hooked up, because I had a problem earlier, okay, so So my mind is like spaghetti. And so I'm still at follow me out to the shop, right? And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to hop in this car, and I'm going to follow him, and I'm going to watch those taillights and blinkers, and I'm going to report what I see, right? Well, my husband is compartmentalized. He's moved on from me following him. He wants me right then and there to watch the taillights and so, but I, I'm in the car waiting for him to get out of the way so I can back up and follow him so I can watch the <laughs> the taillights. Do you get the sense of humor in that? It's like we could have sat there for a long time until all of a sudden it dawned on me, oh, oh, he wants, he wants me out there right now looking at his, at his taillights. He wants me now checking the blinkers. So we got through that. But anyway, we're different. We're, our thinking is different, Okay. Men are like dogs. Women are like cats. We already talked about that. Girl, little girls, they're adorable. Sugar and spice, everything nice. Little boys, frogs and snails and puppy dog tails, that's what they're made of. We're different. Most of the time, different is good. But when being different carries or causes misunderstanding and pain, all of a sudden, being different isn't so fun anymore, right? So sometimes we we can use a little help in our relationship to understand our differences and to learn how to thrive in relationship, not just survive. We wanna win. So we're gonna use Dr. Egrich's material and a couple of his graphs. I created the slideshow, but uh, we're gonna use uh, permission granted to use his stuff. We're gonna gain some understanding of the fundamental strategies of relationship through his book called Love and respect. It's a seri- It's his uh, very popular book. The subtitle: the love she most desires. The respect he desperately needs. Okay. All right. So, let's just we're just reviewing here. First Corinthians seven twenty-eight warns us. Holy cow, warns us. But if you marry, you're gonna. You have not sinned. Yet such will have trouble in his life. The Bible is telling us we're going to have trouble if we get married. But the Bible also tells us the answer, the, the key. Ephesians 5.33, let, let each one so love his own wife as himself and let his wife see that she respects her husbands. So you see that women have to be told to respect. Men have to be told to love, and there's a reason for that. It's because we are different. We, are, we think differently. We talked about Vince Lombardi and how at the beginning of every season, he took a fu- football and went clear back to the basics. Gentlemen, this is a football. So that's what we're kind of doing here. For the groom, for the man, love should be the football. For the bride, respect should be the, the football. But we act negatively toward each other along the way. We get in this what's called the crazy cycle. Without love, she reacts without respect. And without respect, he reacts without love. Okay, So then we get this this circle. Without love, she reacts without respect. Without respect, he reacts without love. So, what what do we do next? Well, we move into the energizing cycle. His love motivates her respect. Her respect motivates his love. This is just a review. His love motivates her respect. Her respect motivates his love, okay? Well, how do we do that? How do we respect and motivate in ways that will get us on this energizing cycle? Still in review, we learn about each other's differences. Men and women speak a different language. So women's foreign language is love. Her football is love. Her pink is love. So for a woman woman to win big in relationship with the one that's so different, she needs to change her strategy. She really needs a new football. Her football needs to be a respect football. And for men, men's football is respect. His blue is respect. His foreign language is respect. So, for a man to win big in relationship with the one that's so different from him, he needs a new football. He needs to be, he needs a love football. So, we talked about decoding our foreign language, and we also talked about. When in a conversation, when in relationship, you start feeling a little bit squeezed, it's time to, that's a warning sign, it's time to stop. It's time to wait and listen with new ears. Go ahead, next slide. Women, when your man is sounding unloving, stop and ask yourself, why is he feeling disrespectful? okay next slide men when your woman is sounding disrespectful stop and ask yourself why is she not feeling loved it's a hearing thing one <laughs> all right no, enough review it's time to pray let's pray Father God, we just want to thank you for your word that warns us about troubles in this world. But your word also gives us the answers. And so we thank you for the brilliance of sending your word to us. Sending your word, Jesus, to us in the flesh who died and was raised again. Sending us your word in written form that we can learn holy spirit you know that i know that i need you you know that i know that if my words don't have the anointing on them of the living christ they fall to the ground so i ask for your anointing i ask for ears to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying amen all right okay so part two here we go be the grown-up in the room so we begin with understanding that our spouse is basically a good person so you always have to go back why did I like this person in the first place you know you have to go back and remind yourself my 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 spouse my spouse is is basically a good person right even though they don't get me even though this and that they're a good person and then also remember during conflict when you see the spirit of your spouse deflate it's not too late to avoid that crazy cycle, but somebody has to be the grown-up in the world, wor- in the room. Somebody has to break that crazy cycle by listening differently and responding differently. All right. So, so we notice a change to our partner's demeanor. Remember, so we choose. We choose to be the grown-up in the room. Men grab their football, their love football. Women grab your respect football. Then what's next, what's next? Okay, so we break the crazy cycle. All right, so by moving into the energizing cycle. Now again, men and women are different. They speak a different language. So so men need a strategy and women need a different strategy. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So men, listen up, because you are going to learn how to earn the respect that you so desperately deserve and desire, all right? So how do, how do I be the adult in the room? How do you guys, you men, how do you see yourself as more mature so you take on the responsibility, all right? So it says that, I see myself as more mature. It's my responsibility to break the crazy cycle, okay? Now, let's not be telling our spouse that I see myself as more mature, so I'm going to break this crazy cycle. Let's not, be, let's not be doing that. But you get me, all right? So, man, here we go. All right, we're going to have some fun here. How do men motivate the energizing cycle? All right, so first of all, we have to understand what is the Ephesians 533 love? So women, hang on, You're, you're, you're I've got stuff for you coming up, but we're going to focus just on the men right now. Men, we're going to be asking some questions here in a little while for you to be thinking about, but... Again, in Ephesians 5:33, it says, "Let each one so love his own wife as himself." Let each one love. All right. So, what does that love mean? All right. So, according to the Strong's Concordance, in um, it, in uh, the Greek number twenty-five, agapo, a-o, uh, forgive me for that pronunciation. It means love, goodwill to love in a social or moral sense. Love, it's a compound word. So the Hebrew word 5689 is agab, to love sensually, show excessive fondness, lover. And the compound other part is the Greek word 5368, phileo, and that is from 5384, to be a friend Have affection for and a personal attachment. It's a matter of sentiment or feeling. And then the 5384, philos, cherished, valued as a friend, is friendly, an associate, a neighbor. All right, so what does all that equate to? In other words, men, you will gain, okay, here, you will gain respect points when you love your woman through goodwill, unconditional love, sensual expression, valued friendship, valued partnership, demonstrations of affection. So we're gonna take each one of those and we're going to kind of turn into Dr. Emerson Egrich's uses of an acronym. I couldn't turn my words into an acronym. So we're gonna use Dr. Egrich's acronym couple, all right? Couple stands for closeness, openness, understanding, peacemaking, loyalty, esteem. That all equals love, okay? All right, so we're gonna, now we're going to start asking the questions. Is, is your wife acting in ways that feel disrespectful to you? All right, well think about it. Could she be in need of your face-to-face closeness? All right. So the first, the first word in the acronym couple, C-closeness, okay? First, let's take a look at what God's word says about closeness. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, so they are no longer two but one flesh. That sounds pretty close to me. All right, that's what the word says. All right, here's what Deuteronomy 24, 5 says. When a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out with the army, nor be charged with any duty. He shall be free at home one year, and shall give happiness to his wife whom he has taken. That's how important it is to God that... Men show closeness to their wives. Now, of course, we don't do that in our our country or in our culture, do we, at all? But I'm just pointing that out, that it was pretty important for that scripture verse to be included in the Bible. All right, so anyway, women, guys, women feel loved in closeness, in that category of closeness, when you show affection without sexual intention, intentions, okay? All right, so the next one, openness. Is she acting in ways that feel disrespectful? Have you, think about it, have you been closed off to her? Okay, so to a woman, the act, uh, it's an unloving act if a guy goes silent withdrawals and stonewalls. Stonewalls means pretending like it never happened, just ignoring, uh, ignoring a situation completely. Men, that is unloving to a woman. It's unloving to a woman. All right, so what is openness? Your openness feels loving to her. Oh, by the way, by the way, your openness feels loving to her, which will motivate her respect. okay. So a woman feels loved when you tell her about your day and your challenges. Talk to her without harshness or grunting or guardedness. And, all right, hang on, man, hang on. And, oh, you guys, women get it. It's not easy for men to share their feelings, but share your feelings. (laughs) Dig deep. It'll be worth it, you know why? Because women will respond with respect in in respectful ways. It, it 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 will gain you points in the respect department, all right? All right, moving right along, couple. Third one, understanding, you, understanding. Think about it, guys. Could she be in need of your understanding? Could she be in need of your understanding? Now, these are, these are things about women that are important to women, okay? So all these things are not as important for you men, but you need to learn that they're important for, their, for, for your women, okay? So understanding, according to the word, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way as with someone weaker, since she is a woman, and show her honor. Now I wanted to use this, this uh dichotomy here of a husky muscle man and a, and a beautiful wife, woman, because when we say weaker, we're not meaning subservient weaker, we're talking about physically weaker. And so for some reason, God looks on that as a, a reason for us to be understood. I don't get it always but I know I need my husband to understand me. All right, so God is calling you to this area. He's calling you to the area to understand. So a woman feels loved when you listen to her and know when not to solve her problems. I used to come home from work. I had a, a very stressful job. I used to come home from work, and I would share about the stress of my day. You know, I was just wanting him to listen. But my husband wants to help me. He wants to help fix the problem. And so he was kind con- well, quit the job. Well, just let it roll off your back. I mean, all, not helpful. I, I, I don't, I'm not asking you to solve my problem. I'm just asking you to understand where I'm coming from today. Okay? All right, your understanding is love to her soul and motivates her respect, guys. All right, next one. Dr. Emerson's uh, acronym couple were on peacemaking, for P, peacemaking. Is she f- acting in ways that feel disrespectful? Could she be feeling unloved because she thinks you don't want to resolve things with her? All right, so let's see what the word says. Even if you marry, you're going to, you haven't sinned, nevertheless, you'll have trouble. But good-willed women feel unloved when you shut down in anger, when you shut down. Colossians 3.19 says this, husbands, love your wife. Do not be embittered against them, all right? So to get on the energizing cycle, stay in the conversation until resolved. She will feel loved and be motivated to respect. All right? A woman feels loved. When you stay in it until resolved, don't just say forget it. That's another one. Women hate that. When guys, ah, just forget it. No, 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 we need to talk. We need to talk all right? Pray together after a hurtful time, admit when you're wrong, and apologize. All right, so in our marriage, I, you know, I love my husband, but I can tell you that I have apologized. I, I would say that Equal, you know, pretty much equal. He's guilty 50% of the time. I'm guilty 50% of the time. I'm, I'm willing to go with that, even Stephen, okay? But I guarantee that I have apologized 85 to 90% more often than my husband has. So I, I'm just saying, guys... Uh, <laughs> it's not easy for you. We under, I understand that, it's not easy for you, but it will, it will pay off in respect, because a few times when my husband has apologized, wow, just changes everything, changes the whole atmosphere, changes not only my, my whole peace level, but changes the whole atmosphere in, in the room. All right, you're, you're out to win. Next one, loyalty. Is she acting in ways that feel disrespectful? Could she be feeling unloved because she doesn't believe you're fully loyal to her? All right, Malachi 2.14. The wife of your youth, she is your companion and your wife by covenant. Okay, so here's one that talks about covenant. Covenant is between... In in marriage, the covenant of marriage is between two. Just two. No more than two. Gotcha? (laughs) All right. So, when a woman asks you if you love her, she's not asking for information, she's asking for reassurance. If your commitment is in question at all, she will feel unloved and may act disrespectfully. Crazy cycle. But a woman feels complete commitment and love when you don't look at other women, when you only speak good about her in front of friends and family, and when you never use the D word. Energizing cycle. Let your woman know you are loyal and committed to her for life. This will motivate her respect. All right, last one for men. Esteem. All right? Could she be feeling unloved because she does not have assurance that you honestly treasure her? All right, honor is a huge component of loving a woman. A woman feels loved when you verbally support and honor her in front of the children when you praise her for what she does for you, when you value her opinion, even if it's different from yours. All right, so what do we see here, guys? Well, we, we, we see a very healthy plant, obviously, a plant that has been given all of the nutrient, you know, what do you call that, fertilizer stuff, and and enough sunshine and enough water, everything that it needs to flourish. Of course, on the other side, you see a plant that has been ignored. It has been, re- um, what do you call that word? Um, um, neg- well, Neglected, obviously. Deprived. Deprived, that's the word. Deprived, it's, it's dry, it's, it's dying, it's dying. All right, well, guess what, men? You are called to make sure your woman is given everything she needs to thrive. That means giving her closeness, openness, understanding, making peace with her, resolving the problem, not putting it off, and esteeming and appreciating her. And so that you can have a wife that is well-nourished, well-loved, well-loved, okay? Of course, now, there's all these other components. Relationships are complex. The woman needs to, you know, play her part. But if you do your—if you're the grown—if you're the more mature, if you're the grown-up in the room— your 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 woman will respond when given those things those nutrients all right okay all right ladies our turn anybody yippee any come on come on ladies come on there we go that's what i'm talking about very good how do women motivate the energizing cycle do we whirl on the crazy cycle sometimes of course we do could we have been disrespectful even when we meant very little by what we voiced? All right, so we're going to learn how women, for you, how to see yourself, if you see yourself as the more mature, to say this, it is my responsibility to break the crazy cycle. So let's go back to Ephesians 5.33. Ephesians 5.33 and let the wife see that she respects her husband. All right, what does that word, respect, mean, according to the Strong's Concordance? All right, in the Greek 5399, reverence, phoeo, from 5401, to be in awe of, revere. Also Greek 5368, Phileo to be friend, have affection for, personal attachment, a matter of sentiment or feeling, and philos, cherished, valued as a friend, friendly as an associate and a neighbor. Some of those won't apply, of course, (laughs) because you don't want to treat your husband like a neighbor, but the idea is to be good neighbors, (laughs) right? (laughs) So, uh, um, in other words, ladies, you will gain love points, when you respect your man through reverence, appreciation, true friendship, deep affection, partnership, and faithfulness. But my words don't make a very good acronym, so we're going to go to Dr. Emerson Egrich's and use his acronym CHAIRS. A couple of these words are kind of interesting, but we are going to learn... <laughs> about conquest, hierarchy, authority, insight, relationship, and sexuality. All right, so here goes our questions for our ladies here. Is he acting in ways that feel unloving to you? Did you say something about his work and achievement that made him feel disrespected? All right, so according to Genesis 2, 15, it says, the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. What is that trying to say? It's trying to say that men are called natural um, providers. They're naturally out there to, um, to work. Okay, that's what they're naturally called to. So it's important for us women to recognize that in our relationships. Okay, does that make sense? All right, so I'm going to give you an example. My husband, <laughs> telling on myself again. All right, my husband and I just recently bought uh, rain gutter covers. Okay, do you guys know what that rain gutter covers, to keep the leaves out and stuff? And uh, the last hailstorm back in July 9th, everybody knows about that, we had our rain gutters beat to pulp and all, everything, and so we have them scheduled to be, replaced in the spring. Well, okay, so we're, because there's so many that need rain gutters, it's going to take that long. So, but we bought the rain gutter covers, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, when we get the new rain gutters, we'll put the new rain gutter covers on. All right. Well, I got home from church two Sundays ago, and I saw the ladder up against the rain gutter and I'm thinking why? Why would he put the, why would he have that up there because we're, we haven't had our rain gutters replaced yet so I go in the house and you know my husband, he's, he's awesome, he, he will cook lunch for me on, on Sundays like a lot, like not every Sunday but a lot of Sundays and it's just such a treat for me, he spoils me that way, he blesses me that way so i come in and he's there cooking too and so i i proceeded with my opening my big old mouth saying "hun why on earth are you putting the rain gutter covers on when we haven't replaced our rain gutters yet" and i saw an immediate drop of his countenance. Let me tell you, folks, I saw it and I knew exactly what I did wrong because I was criticized, in his mind, to me, I'm like, I want to know why are you going to do your work twice? Why are you going to put them on now and then have to come back and do it again in the spring with the new gutters? That, that's what I'm thinking, but he's thinking you're doing it wrong. Whatever you're doing, you're doing it wrong. And and furthermore, I wasn't even appreciating. How many of you know that if I would have come into that house and s- first said, Wow, babe, you have been busy today. I see you've been working on the rain gutters. I see you cooking this meal. Thank you. Then say, I thought we were going to wait until spring for the rain gutters to be put. But let me tell you, we, we were on that crazy cycle in a big hurry because I started it by not being respectful of what he was actually really trying to do. He was actually trying to do something very good for me and for the house, keep the leaves out of the gutters, all right? <laughs> Sometimes 30, 38 and a half years, three, 38 and three-quarters years later, I'm still learning lessons Anyway, a man feels you respect his commitment to work and achieve when you tell him thanks for going to work every day for the family. Cheer his successes, whether in business or in sports. Ask him to talk about his dreams. All right? Is that right, men? Okay. All right, so that was conquest about the men's work. So now, hierarchy, all right, well, what, hierarchy. That kind of means uh, level of authority or chain of command, chain of command, hierarchy. Is he acting in ways that feel uh, unloving to you? All right, think about it. Did you say something critical related to his desire to provide or protect you? All right, so 1 Timothy 5.8 says this. If anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. What's that saying? It's saying that innately men feel this obligation in a marriage covenant uh, to provide and protect and even die for you. When we went through this uh, seven years ago, the love and respect material, I asked my husband one day, would you really die for me? And he was quiet for the longest time. And he said, yes. That meant something. Oh, my gosh. Made me goosebumps all over. So we, uh, we, we appreciate his desire to protect, to provide, and to even die for us. Ephesians 5.24 says, For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church. So of course we're a team. Of course we work together. Of course we bounce ideas off of each other. But at the end of the day, women, we need to respect our husbands to make the final decision. Now, again, here again, if the husband is being unreasonable, that's an exception. Respect is always the answer, okay? All right, a man feels respected when you appreciate that he wants to protect you, when you tell him that you are deeply touched by the thought that he would die for you, when you praise his commitment to provide. Next one, authority, all right. Is he reacting in ways that feel unloving to you ladies? Did you say something negative related to a decision he made or or regarding his leadership? Okay, so, 1 Kings 2.2 2 says, Be strong, therefore, and show yourself a man. A man likes to know that we think they're strong. That's true. And if we want to earn love points, we let them know. Men feel respected when you tell them that he is strong. When you praise him for his good decisions, when you honor his authority in front of the kids and differ with him in private. All right, next one, insight. Is he reacting in ways that feel unloving to you? Does he feel disrespected because you sent a message that you're smarter or better than he is? All right. Men are solution-oriented. They are analytical, much more analytical. Women are much more emotional. Everybody knows that. But when we can recognize that as one of our differences and honor that as one of our differences, we can um, gain points, ladies. We can gain points when we recognize these um, characteristics in our man. A man feels respected. When you thank him for his advice and knowledge, let him fix things and applauding for his solution. When you tell him up front you need an ear to listen to and not a solution. So just the other just um, yesterday, let's see. Yeah, yesterday two weeks ago is when I really got in trouble, but yesterday uh, I was in the car with him and we were driving can't remember where, it doesn't matter. We are driving, and I, I was thinking about the message that I was going to bring today. And so I just thought, you know, I, now would be a good time to respect my husband. And so I just said that to him. We, he, um, he got up and, uh, you know, what do you, what do you call that? Spray out the um, sprinklers? What do you call that? Blow out the winter. Yeah, winter eyes, blow out the sprinklers. And so I said to him, I said, "Hun, you know, I just really appreciate all that you do around our house to take care of our house and to take care of me. Uh, I said, the way you've been taking care of the rain gutters and blowing out the sprinklers and everything you do, and I don't think i tell you enough, but I really do appreciate that. And you know what? He sat there for a minute, and then he said, well, you do a lot too. You know, wasn't that sweet? I know, right? <laughs> okay, relationship. Oh, did we finish all that? Yeah, we did. Relationship R. Is he reacting in ways that feel unloving to you think about it? Does he feel disrespect because you sent a message that you don't want to spend time with him? All right. As a as a very active person and I do a lot of volunteering, I'm a chaplain and I and I, I I, I get into trouble over committing and I can tell it in our relationship. I was actually scheduled to go to Oklahoma this last week but I canceled it because I sensed that my husband was feeling neglected and re- a little bit rejected in some ways. So we we have to understand, women, that that our guys like us. I mean, when we're respecting them and when we're, you know, when when we're healthy in our relationship. They really like us. They like our companionship. Even if, even if uh, we're blowing out the sprinklers and he's doing all the work, he likes it when I'm out there just watching him. Maybe I have to run for a screwdriver or whatever it is. He likes it that I'm there. I don't know why, but he does. All right, so, but in... In relationship, let's see, Song of Solomon, friends, oh lovers, this is my beloved, this is my friend. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so when we, when we appreciate his desire for shoulder-to-shoulder friendship, it's, it's scoring points for our love tank to get filled. A man feels respected, excuse me, I think I'm going to be okay. A man feels respected when you tell him you like him. Do recreational activities with him or watch him do them. I don't know, you guys, most of you weren't, probably don't remember, but early years here in Alliance, there was a very active square dancing club <laughs> here. Down. So I saw that and I thought, oh, that's, a, that's something to do just kidding, I don't imagine that would be resurrected in our days today, but it was a thing back then. Anyway, do recreational activities with him or watch him do them. Encourage alone time for him. This energizes. So so in relationship, even though we have to make sure we um, communicate to our men that we like spending time with them, we also want to Make sure we give them opportunity to have their own time. Guys like to go hunting, guys like to go fishing. I know some women do too, but I'm just saying sometimes guys need to have their guy time just like, I don't know, I need my, I need my lady time, all right. And uh, let's see, where are we at? Sexu- er, yeah, last one, sexuality. Is he feeling? Is he reacting in ways that feel unloving to you? Does he feel disrespected because you've overlooked his sexual need? All right. This next one—it's this—is the Bible. It's not me. It's the Bible. So, let her breasts satisfy you at all times. Be exhilarated with her love. We're talking about the one you marry. Um, so, a man feels respected when you, when you initiate periodically. All right, we're almost done, wrapping things up here. Initiate periodically, respond more often. Let him acknowledge his sexual temptation without shaming. All right, so women, what do we see here? Of course, we see a very healthy, good-looking tree that's gotten all of its sunshine and water and nutrients And we see a tree that's kind of suffering, don't we? All right, so women, we, um, let's see here. Uh, You are called in your marriage, you're called to make sure your man is given everything that he needs to survive. So women, we honor our man's God-given role to work and achieve, provide and protect, be strong and lead, find solutions and fix things, be friends and partners, and to be lovers. All right, and when we do that, uh, let's see, we should have the, try the, I don't know, I don't know, go back one. There, then we'll end up with a healthy, healthier tree. All right, so uh, real quickly, What if my spouse doesn't respond? All right. You see yourself as the more mature. Next slide. Next slide. His love, regardless of her respect, her respect, regardless of his love. Whatever good thing each one does, that he will receive back from the Lord, whether slave or free. Okay. um, What if... Okay, let's skip that one. Let's go to Okay. They don't want So they might and might like you your Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mike, I appreciate that. Everybody hear that okay? Yeah, oh, that's a really good point, is that we do, when we ask a question or when we say something, women, let's not expect that immediate response. Let's not expect that. Let's give time for a response first, okay? All right, Um, what if, let's see, okay. Go to the next slide, this is gonna be the last one. One more, one more, yeah. What if she says, you don't deserve my respect? All right, let's look at 1 Peter 2.18. Respect not only those who are good and gentle, but also those who are unreasonable. In other words, women, we don't have any excuse. We have no excuse to not respect our husband. You know why? Because we're the adult in the room. You know why? Because the word tells us to respect our husbands. All right. Yeah, and pray, and pray for your, your guy. All right, so keep going. We're going to just wrap this up with the final. Keep going. One more. There. This is going to be the, the last slide. Without love, she reacts without respect. Without respect, he reacts without love. That's the crazy cycle energizing cycle his love motivates her respect her respect motivates his love and finally his love regardless of her respect her respect regardless of his love let's pray father god we want to thank you for your word again thank you again lord that your word gives us the solution tells us we're going to have trouble but gives us the solutions all the way through. Your word is powerful and active and we pray, Lord, that you would take your word and sow it so deep into our inner man that it becomes part of our DNA so that we learn how to be the grown-up in the room. We learn how to respect and how to love in a healthy way that nurtures our spouse, that energizes him and energizes her. Take us from this place, Lord, and help us practice being great in our relationship. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you all. Oh, oh, there are some booklets. Did we decide if there, uh, there are some summaries?